Welcome to another episode of The Last of the Real Podcast. Tonight we have a special guest, Rodriguez Maxwell, a podcaster whose podcast is entitled A Journey to the Throne. Welcome, Mr. Maxwell. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. That's great. That's great, man. Now, first thing we want to ask you is, can you give our audience a brief history about yourself and what your podcast is about? Sure. Um, again, my name is uh, Rodriguez Maxwell. First of all, I'd like to say thank you for having me on the show. Uh, no problem. Very no excited. Problem. Very excited, man. I li I like the, the topic and everything that you all just sent to me. So I'm very excited. And um, again, salute to you all for, for inviting me out. And um. My name, again, my name is Rodriguez Maxwell. I'm a minister of the gospel. I'm a mentor. And I'm also a host of the podcast called A Journey to the Throne. Um, I'm currently, I'm in America. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm, um, I'm not originally from Atlanta, Georgia, but I've been in Atlanta for, let's say, like 11 years. So, you know, I'm pretty much vibing with the people down here in Atlanta. So, you know, I'm originally from Georgia, so, but, but Atlanta is a little different. So I've been here a little over 10 years. And just uh, according to like the, the podcast, uh, I'll say that uh, Journey to the Throne, it, we, we deal with, you know, it's, it's me and three other co-hosts. And we sit and we discuss issues that men would discuss normally and maybe in barbershops or just vibing with one another at a, at a game or anything you know we talk about issues such as being uh co-parenting and being a, a father to your children and and things like relationships and and just talk about the weight of a man of everything that's put on a man's back you know i think right. we don't sit down and we talk about it enough about how much a responsibility a man really has in in, in this world and so we we, we give it to we give it to our audience is if we're talking to our own son, our own nephews, or our brothers, you know, whether young or old, we just give from our experiences. That's I think that's what makes it a difference because it's coming from experience that we went through in life. So, you know, I wish we would have had those things as well, but we're out giving it out to those that that this that that need encouragement, that need that, that advice. So that's that's basically a, a journey to the throne right there, man. We've been we've been doing it maybe like I say, good what six months now. So it's, 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 it's going great. Yeah, I, I do. I do like the concept of it because, you know, we um, had a discussion the other day and the topic of support system was brought up and females have a great support system, but us men don't. We don't really share or have anyone to share with, so to speak. Mm. So for you to have a platform like that, where you talk about pressing topics that affect us men, that is awesome. All right, thanks, man. Thanks. You know, it's it's crazy you just said that, but I we uh we that's that's one thing that we'd like to talk about is just the responsibilities and and getting some type of support. You know, even our, our previous episode we just had was was called uh, co-parenting, baby mama versus child's mother. So you know, it it was very controversial, but. We was clearly trying to just show show how you know what to do in those situations as far as right. like custody and 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 going legally do, through the court system to get 
visitation and those things, things that we run away from or things we don't know about because we don't like the government being in our business or we just right. men, you know, just men that's misinformed. And then we was able to give that information out. So yes, you're right. We definitely need a support system. Oh yeah, because most of the time we think we give away our rights as men. You know, we don't know that, hey, this actually works for us. This can actually help us. Right. So we give away our rights. So I like what you're doing, man. But I need to know, um, wow, you say you've been doing this for six months, right? Yeah, for six months, man. Yeah. Now, what made you choose to do, like, you know, a podcast? Well, I actually, like I say, I've been involved in ministry. And I see that the way the world is actually going is through social media now. Uh, you can you can reach a lot of people more through social media than than on foot now. So True. yeah, so I I I I love speaking with people. I love talking about certain issues, and I love helping, motivating, helping, encouraging men and women, but you know per se men to to do better, to grow more in knowledge, and just grow in as a being a man. So I say, you know what? Let, let's let's. Let's put it together on a podcast since people love watching TikTok. They love watching Instagram. They love your Facebooks and Twitter. So I say, you know what? Let's let's put it on a bigger platform where multiple people can see it at one time, you know, instead of just reaching this person and that person uh, versus uh, having people that random people come just coming up to you. I mean, it's, it's right. through social media. You, you you never know who you encounter. You never know who stumbles upon your podcast. And I think that was a, a great move right there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I do agree, man. I do agree. Hey, Matsu, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Let's see. Rodriguez. Yes. You, I, well, I go by Max, Maxwell, you know. <laughs> I'll keep explaining. Sir Max. That's the here. Okay. So I'm, I'm a minister of the gospel as well. To God be the glory. To God be the glory, bro. I understand. Um, I'm the resident Christian here amongst my, my very good friends. Okay. Um, so hearing this, you know, it really encourages my heart. You know what I mean? Especially the topics that you speak of. Because we need a safe space, as we were reasoning recently. Right. For us about these topics so we can really educate the mind of, of black men in particular who are vilified so often because of culture and society and how we are portrayed. You know what I mean? So yes. the education is needed to, to really build up men who are struggling and going through so many issues to become better. So that's I really right. love especially through the gospel of Christ. Yes, that's you right. Know? That's right. That's right. I definitely agree. And I'm glad to, glad to hear from you, brother, and glad to be in your presence. Bless you, man. But that's my question it. is, you know, how, do we, how did you come up with the name? And oh. <laughs> okay, coming up with that name. Well, actually, my my sister in law, she was a, she they had a podcast for women, and they was just it was called Sisters Talk, and they they'll get they'll get together and they'll do the same they they'll do what I'm actually doing now. They they pick a topic and they they expound on it. And one day while watching it, man, I I know it was nothing, and it's crazy how you just you asking me this question because. <laughs> I'm going to say it's just how it came to me. Uh, it, it wasn't nothing but God put it in my spirit and called a journey to the throne. I mean, I can't get credit to no one but him because I wasn't just, I wasn't thinking of doing this. It was, I just was watching their show and a journey to the throne came in my thoughts. And I was like, hold up. 
And then I just begin to see the way I'm looking at them talk. I'm seeing me and some guys discussing it. You know, it's like a vision, like an actual vision, seeing these things. And I said, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm going to get a podcast together. Lois will called a journey to the throne. And that's where that's, that's how that came about. It wasn't no me reading anything. It just, it, it was God to just put it in my spirit, man. And I saw the vision about it. Awesome. Awesome. You know, honestly, uh, Maxwell, I, I was here the entire week thinking he must be a Jay-Z fan. <laughs> well, I haven't, well, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I I like Jay Z. I previously liked Jay Z. I really it's a lot. Of, my, my music is select right now. I really listen to a lot of Christian rap and and Christian music. Um. So, but in my past of Jay Z, I've I've had my share of of, of knocking Jay Z sometimes. But I'm pretty much from down south Georgia, so you know we we into that down south music. So, no, I'm not a, I'm not a Jay Z fan, but I am a Jay. I I do admire. The things he's done as far as where he come from and and how he's built a platform and him and his wife he's married and those type of things so yeah salute out to jay-z man but no yeah. i'm not actually a jay-z fan yeah 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 uh, uh, <laughs> go ahead so what would you like to achieve with your podcast oh i want to I want to influence men, man, with, with just, you know, I want to motivate them to, to go further than, than they, they actually can see in their situations. Um, me, as a young man, I didn't have the father that, you know, that's, that's giving me insight about your credit and giving me insight about women, giving me insight about uh, just life and how to change a tire and do things like that. So, you know, I was missing a lot of pieces growing up. And so those things I had to learn on my own. And, and, you know, you, you all know when you learn from experience, there's a, there's some losses within learning from experiences. Mm-hmm. And I, I would love to help men out in those situations. And that's what I, that's what I want to see from this podcast. I actually want to gain, I actually want to give something out for free that I didn't get when I was growing up, you know, that my uncles wasn't available. My father wasn't available. The men in the community didn't see fit to tell me these things. And I'm, this is what I want to do with the podcast. I would love to, to see men prosper in their lives concerning these issues, especially black men, like the brother said. You're preaching the good word. Uh, you just mentioned motivation um, earlier. What's the one big motivation that keep you going as a podcaster? Well, I think what motivates me is a couple of things. One, one of the things that motivate, motivates me is my passion for it. Uh, because there's no, there's no one else that's going to motivate you as much as, you know, first God will give you that motivation by giving you the vision and giving you a passion for it. But that passion, if that passion ever goes out, then, then a lot of times people quit on, being in podcasting or quitting on, on their goals. But if you keep that passion burning, even when it's di- getting dim and you're getting tired, but if, that, if you love what you do, you'll find the strength to continue doing what you love, man. And I think that's, that's, that's key at what I'm doing right now. I love what I'm doing. I love sharing information. I love vibing. I love talking. Like right now with you guys, I, this is what I love doing. I love talking about topics and issues. You know, sometimes they tell me I talk too much. My wife does. 
I I guess you're just leaving a wonderful legacy behind. Right, right. And and we can and we can appreciate that. Thank you. So my question to you is: with what advice would you give an upcoming podcaster? What advice? Wow. Um, again, make sure you you stay you stay motivated by your passion. Um, don't don't expect family, close friends to support you as you would maybe support them in the things that they're involved in. Reach. Because it, it, it's for some reason, the people, I mean, man, I don't, you're saying preach, but you know, a lot of times when you're leading, people don't, the sheep don't follow right then. They're, the sheep doesn't follow right then. And you, sometimes we have to, a majority of times, you have to go through a, a, a level to a level by yourself in order to bring other people in. A lot of people will begin to, that's why you can't hold grudges with people because sometimes they just, don't have the insight and the vision that we have right now by what we're doing. And eventually, eventually they begin to walk your way. And that's when you cannot, you know, you cannot turn them away because they just wasn't a part of your journey of you entering in first. So I would tell, I would, like I say, my advice would be don't expect no one to cling on to your vision and do your vision for you. You have to put work in yourself and you have to go forward without expecting others to, to follow. Very important. Yeah, true. Words of wisdom. Very. Words, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's and it comes from experience, though. And see, that's what the show is about. The show is about from our experiences of, of to to young men and to older men of what what we you know what we've been through to gain the wisdom that we have. Oh yeah, I I I really like the concept. I really love the concept. This is it's something that I would love to be a part of. Because, like you said, growing up with a, a father figure, you basically have to fill in that jigsaw puzzle with a lot of things. And when you're filling it in, there will be mistakes along the way, guaranteed. Correct, correct. And, but, and yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, these mistakes, though, they're what makes you stronger. They're they are what makes you who you are. Right. Builds character. Yeah, definitely. And you know, and, and that and that's basically like the concept of a journey to the throne. You know, you know, I, I'm I'm a big fan of of king movies. You know, I love right. when it comes to kingdoms. You know, right. whether it's Rome, Rome, Greece. Uh, we look at Africa. You look at the Egyptians. You look you when it, when it came with, when it comes to kingdoms, I'm a big fan of it. England, and I like the the order and the structure of everything. And I like how when the when, they, when the king has a son, he's a prince. He starts off as right. a prince, right? He's not a king. He's not, I mean, people be, people be saying he's a king. He's not a king yet. They provide him with tutors. They provide him with, 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 with the general of the army would teach him how to use a sword, teach him about war. You know, they will make, they will make sure this boy is properly ready, properly prepared to be sitting on the throne one day when it's his time to sit on the throne. And so that's where a journey to the throne come from because there's a journey before we as men get to the place where we're sitting and we're operating in the kingdom that we've been given. And that's what we're, that's what the show is based off of. If helping people like tutors, tutoring them, 
to get them to where they at, where they belong and where they're going to go when it's time for them to sit on their throne and rule what God has given them to do in life. Whether it's in your own home, with your family, your, your, your job, your ministry, your podcast, you know, anything that a man, because a man is created to be the lead in somewhere in his life, he's, he's the lead. Whether it's like I say, family, anything. So that's basically the concept of a journey to the throne. Can I jump in here? Mm-hmm. At the life of David, before he ascended to the throne, before he was ready to face Goliath, he was being prepared, leading the sheep. Right. From that humble, humble stage, getting ready for when the task came, he was able to carry it out and defeat Goliath and ready himself, submitting and serving under Saul. Right. And then when he was right, he was ready to be king. Right, right, that's right. Preach, you're right, and that and that's what that's what the journey to the throne is about. Preparing every young man to be a to to his rightful place as a king, and even and even speaking to the old men that's been kings that been ruling wrong, you know, been been ruling out of just you know misinformed or just off their own emotions and feelings and what they think how kings should rule and whatever department they're in. You know, a lot of us men, and I always talk about this, our pride. We don't like to admit both full of pride. So because we love to be in control are looked at as strong when certain things are going wrong, even though I in Jamaica we were saying wrong are strong. You know you're wrong, but because of that big headed mindset, you don't want to admit it. So you want to stay in the way that you are and not try to change and better yourself. So a lot of us need to really break from that mindset and realize how we have been going. That's not been probably the right way, but no matter how old you are, you can still be mended and molded and become better. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm definitely in agreement with that. Yeah, so, Maxwell, for, you know, new listeners and for our audience members, just, you know, tell everyone where they can find your podcast because, you know, we definitely need everyone listening to your podcast. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm currently on Facebook. You can catch me on Facebook live. Uh, you can catch me up. You can go to my personal page, which is Rodriguez Maxwell, and you can follow me and just the lifestyle that I'm, you know, things that's involved in my life. However, though, if you want to, to log in to the podcast, A Journey to the Throne, you have to spell it with the number two. It's a journey, the number two, the throne. And that's on, that's on Facebook. Also on Instagram, you can put in act a journey and number two, the throne. You can, you can, you can catch us live on there. You can go back and look at previous episodes and just things that we've done and done throughout our community and just in interviews I've done with certain guys that, you know, entrepreneurs uh, or just the, just the, the podcast co-host of interviews or just getting a, of, of, of a feel of what, who they are, and what they're about. It's a lot we got. I, I, I encourage everyone to go out and take a look at the page, man. We have a lot of things on there. You can actually see uh, my my past history of where God has brought me from to, to where I am now, because what you hear now is not what I was doing back then. You know, back then I was uh, considered a minister society. And so God has brought me a long way. And I, like I say, a lot of the the experience and the, the wisdom that comes from experience came from a lot of sacrificing and, and pain and hurt. 
yet though it's all on that page a journey to the throne on facebook and on ig so i would love to you know uh, for, for 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 some viewers to come on out and join us not only do you just watch our watch the show you all we also have you engaged by with comments you know as you're putting comments in which we're, we're we're dialoguing back with you while we're live on our uh podcast at the time so i definitely encourage you all to come out and join us okay yeah so everyone that's you know mr maxwell himself with his podcast a journey to the throne everyone needs to check that out you know need that role model in your life yes sir that special someone in your life that father figure in your life we need that scaffolding as men so check him out on facebook like he said a journey to number two to the throne and on instagram yes sir so, Maxwell, we're glad you're staying with us because we're moving into our you know topics for this sunday and one of the topics we want to talk about is should sex offenders be made public in Jamaica, right? We know it's already public in the United States, but we want to know, do we think Jamaica should adopt the same principle and make sex offenders public in Jamaica? Wow, so it's, not, so it's actually not public in Jamaica? No, no, it's not. Okay. Okay. So I, I mean, just a quick question. So is it, yeah. tell me, tell me a reason, do they have reasons why they haven't made it public? Cause I, I, I'm not familiar with the, the laws over in Jamaica, but have they, why they won't make it public or uh, is this a discussion that they haven't also of, over in Jamaica? See, I think one of the reasons that they don't want to make it public is Jamaica has a culture of jungle justice. And, you know, that's something that we're going to discuss in depth as well. Yes. Yeah, but I think Jamaica has a culture of jungle justice. So maybe for the safety of these offenders, they don't want to make it public. Maybe it could also be where they don't have the resources to make it public and keep track of these offenders. Right, right. That's what I personally believe. Okay, yeah, because I, I do know over there, it's uh, right. I, like I said, I had some homeboys and from Jamaica, and no, they don't play that. They don't play that, right. they don't, and they don't play homosexuality either. So, I, I've heard, I've heard of how I go down over there in Jamaica. So that's why I asked that question. <laughs> yeah, all the stories you've heard are, if not true, close to being true. Right. Yes. Yeah, and, and to your question, um, Brian, the answer yeah. is yes, 100%. But Maxwell uh, asked a great question as, as well. Why is it not established as yet? And that, and that is a, a great point. Um, you're saying that because of the jungle justice, right? Because, you know, if people get access to this database and find, you know, persons on it who commit such act, they will probably go out and, and hunt them down, right? Right. I believe that um, we're a culture of discrimination as well. And if such person commit uh, certain acts, right, and then did this time went to prison and changed his life around, 
what are the uh the possibility of that person now getting a job um back into society and 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 to be able to take care of himself or even his family great question can, can and, I, uh, yeah go right ahead so i i've um well i've i've actually had the chance to labor minister with a uh, couple on before um they you know i've as a super you know have had a couple of jobs as a staffing manager for a staffing company and they was some of my employees or some of our employees and you know they need rise home or they sometimes there's some great excellent workers because they just got out of prison and trying their best to to live a different life and i see how society is not forgiven they're already not forgiven for uh, when it comes to the life I was living, you know, I, I'm formerly a ex, ex uh, drug dealer. Uh, spent, you know, like I said, my testimony I did federal time. So, you know, when I come home, I have to deal with uh, always having to check off I got a felon, you know, and and yeah. they look at you a certain type of way. However, though, I, I didn't care about how they looked at me because I knew God had a plan for me. But when I saw them struggling and trying their best to get ahead and they can't go by a church, they can't go by schools. It's like they'll never be forgiven for those things. And I get that, I, I understand that burden that they carry, but I also understand the flip side of the safety of the children because just say someone backslides, say someone falls vulnerable and now they have committed the same act upon a child that we have allowed them to be around. I, I mean, I've, I've actually experienced not taking, even though the brother was, you know, so, you know, talking about the word and he was involved in, you know, trying to change his life. However, though, we was having Bible study at, at, at one of the family, one of the brother's houses and he had daughters, number of daughters over there. So I had to make a decision. He didn't ask about the Bible study, but I knew that I normally would invite people to the Bible study, but this guy didn't because I didn't want to take a chance of putting him in that situation. and also my brother not knowing that I'm bringing someone like that by the house. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's, it's up for grabs. Like you, you, you see one side, but then you see the other side, you know, and that's, yeah. that's, that's a difficult, that's a difficult decision right there, man. But you, but we have to protect society and our children as well. No, I, we definitely do have to protect our children, but like you said, it, it is a very, very, sticky situation because like you said Jermaine society isn't forgiving no if in Jamaica if you're registered and it's already hard enough to get a job if you're a registered sex offender getting a job is almost impossible reintegrating in society no becomes also almost impossible and to be honest, Maxwell, Jamaicans are less forgiving than Americans when it comes to certain things. So can you imagine that scorn you felt, even though you tried to turn your life around? Multiply that by 100. That is the scorn that's going to be associated with it. But it, it is a sticky situation because you have to protect your children. right? Because if we can't protect our children, we're failing as parents. We're failing as upstanding members of society then. Right. It's just one of those where our culture is so unforgiving 
I don't know if I can say 100% yes, I support sex offenders being made public. Right. And another thing as well, Brian, our justice system, um, we need to be in tip-top shape to, to, to have something like this because it's already bad enough when innocent people um, go to prison, right? You can right. imagine if an innocent guy get labeled with sort with this title and then spend that amount of time in, in prison. So the resources and stuff like that will will have to be in, in great great shape. Uh corruption will definitely have to be at, at a minimum as well. No, and the thing is, you know, Jeremy, a sex offender does not have necessarily mean that you, you know. Trouble that child in. Let's just do it like that. It doesn't have to mean you interfered with a child. It could be a case where you were drunk and took a pee beside a playground. You know, it, it could be something crazy like that, and you're labeled as a sex offender. Mm-hmm. Right? So imagine if it's, you know, let's say worst case scenario, you are drunk, you took a pee against a playground and you got knocked by the police because you expose yourself in the area where children are present or can be present, you're now a sex offender. It, it's it's going to be harsh for people that when they look on this database or they look in the Glean or Observer and see your name there under a sex offender's list, they don't know the full behind it. So that, that scorn, that resentment that you get, it may not be warranted. Right. And that's in and that's in America, right? When because I know they have a crazy amount of, of, of law over there. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah. You can you can literally go online right now and based on the state you're in, type in the sex offenders and it brings up all sex offenders around your area. Yeah, yeah, and we, and we and we don't have that out here. But but as a scenario in Jamaica is that maybe a mother could tell a lie and her significant other because certain things were agreed upon. And you know, right. in Jamaica, Brian, once a female uh, go to a, a police station and make a report, our police don't ask; they, they jump right into action. Yeah. Yeah. Cape Crusaders, you know? No question asked. Yeah, that, that's typically all our justice system um, um, work out here. Now, and you see, that's why I, 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 the question of if we make it public, how do we, one, protect the children, and two, make sure that the people that are getting on this list aren't subjected to jungle justice and are deserving of being on this list. I mean, it's, it's hard in a brain. It's hard. Imagine if, if Maxwell was living in Jamaica, right? And Maxwell just give his testimony that he was a drugs dealer, right? That title would never left him in Jamaica. They would never. probably say, say the drugs boy, they would turn Christian or a fool guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it. I think it's something that 
maybe down the line should happen because we keep going back to the children. We need, we need something to safeguard them because we cannot have, like say, a sex offender, you know, teaching PE then. You know what I mean? Right. That, that's too much. That's too much temptation. But yeah, that, it, that's too much. But the thing now is, Brian, because this got even deeper. How would you integrate a, a, a sex offender back in Jamaica? Because you know how our prison system are like. You, you, you're pretty much going as a criminal and you, you live like an animal. And you come out as a hardened criminal. So that in itself would need to change as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, in order for this to happen, the entire system needs reforming. And the system is way, way too old and way too broken anyway. So it's something that does need reforming, right? Mm -hmm. But this, this, is, this is a topic that, you know, I, I don't know how Jamaica would implement this, but it's something that eventually I can see being implemented. My only fear is, or culture of this jungle justice. You see that 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 what you said the 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 jungle justice. How much of it is um is 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 justice, Brian? No, well, that that's a very very good question. And since you brought that up, I think it's the right time to slide into our next topic. You know, jungle justice, and what is it? No, let me give you, let me give you a quick definition. Let me hear your definition. Says jungle justice is the concept and act of disregarding the rule of law and making and taking matters into one's hand. Mm -hmm. More clearly put, it is the act of handing suspected criminals over to the hand and mercy of an angry mob. Remember that word, mob. Right. Two wrongs don't make a right. Not now or ever. So, so it's not a case where it's, it's a court system, right? An unofficial court system that they hear that they, 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 they hear that you did the crime, right? Caught you right. and said, all right, let, let's investigate and, and see what to come up with. They, they right. don't do that. They pretty much go straight into action and just start uh, issued beating, which, which is beating, and in some case, um, death, right? Yeah. yeah. Saying that, how much different are you, are you from the person um, that, that is the hardened criminal or was, you know, doing his or her wrong as well? There is little to no difference. In my opinion, there is little to no difference because you don't have the right to take a life. Right? You, you don't have the right to take a life. Yes, things may seem right at the time, but you see the word mob? A mob is always caught up in the frenzy and excitement of an action. And that is one of the problems 
with the whole jungle justice thing. And, and I can understand the jungle justice, you know, Brian, um, because we, we, we know that, for example, robbers tend to terrorize community, right? And right. Community members get frustrated, especially if they keep reporting it to the, 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 the law, and the law takes right, yeah. forever to come and do anything about it. So we get that frustration. But why is it that uh, when you catch this person, you don't and turn you know, him over to the law? Exactly. You, 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 take, you take it a step further and issue some beating till a person just pretty much going to death. And you said you answered that question, no, Jeremy. It's the frustration that people feel with calling the law repeatedly, you know, having their, let's say like perennial larceny. Yeah. You're a farmer and you keep having your livestock taken repeatedly, repeatedly. So you that's lose. you losing your, your property, yeah, losing lose. income, losing time. That frustration mounts when the police do nothing about it repeatedly. So mm -hmm. whenever you do catch that person, that frustration just comes to a head and that's where things blow up. But mm -hmm. I want to ask a question. I don't know if Ryan has you know, anything to say on this, but do you think it deter criminals? Do you think jungle justice or the idea of jungle justice deters criminals? Uh, what, what you said, deter criminals? like Yeah. Like, stop them, make them think twice. Like, hey, I'm not going to go on this crime spree or this robbery, or I'm not going to keep this goat and dress him up as a woman. You know? Well, I, I, I see Chavi and Ob, um, but let me answer this. I put it this way I'm pretty sure some criminals in that mob beating the criminal. True. If you understand what, what, what I'm saying. True, true. True. That will never stop any criminal from thinking twice from doing his or her arm wrong. No, I, I agree with you. Yes, and, and, and the next yes, question, and, the next, and before you get in on this, Ryan, um, question, Brian. When yeah. someone, a total stranger, go into a community, right, and, 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 and steal someone anim, animal or something of that nature, don't you feel that like that person is getting some intel from someone in the community as well? It could be, or it just could be a case where, you know, they've done their homework, they did their reconnaissance, and they know what's going on. They must have passed through the community once or twice to know the ins and outs. Or, like you said, they're getting their information from someone. Yeah. So it, it could be either or. Yeah, Ryan, let me hear what you and then let me hear Travino. I'm in total disagreement with jungle justice um, for many reasons. As you saw recently, where the guy abducted the two young ladies and uh, they came across a young man that looked like him, a man of unsound mind, and they killed him. They attacked him and killed him. You know what I mean? Mistaken identity because they are in their anger and frustration towards the situation. So they're not thinking and there they have taken an innocent life. And a lot of persons even in that mob, um, as I said, are criminals themselves because they want to project for them anger and other people and the right situation arise where they can attack and show them aggression 
without having any quote-unquote consequences of it. They can never agree with that. Allow the law to play out and the police to do their job through the justice system. And then and the happen after. You're talking the case of mistaken identity with, um, I think his name was Levy. I'm, I'm not, I can't remember the name of the guy, even the, 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 the one who did the two kidnappings of the two young No, the, the one that did the kidnapping, I cannot <laughs> remember his name, but I know. I know the one that died. Was leaving. I know the I know the story that um Ryan is talking about with the mystic yeah, identity yeah. with the with the guy of unsung mine and, and that is just rather unfortunate. Um condolences Very. to the to the family. And you see that that's where the the act of violence will just continue to go around because now that family really feel pretty much upset, pretty much um raging and and could possibly issue their own jungle justice as well. Yeah, you have a point. But I mean, you're a Travis Epperson. It's been waiting patient. Yeah, blessed. Well, um, honestly, kind of agree and disagree with, 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 with it. Because, um, Brian, uh, Brian, yeah, Brian said, um, it doesn't give you a right to take a life, which is right. But um, that, I guess that's because um, you're not the law, so it don't give you the right. But back then, or in some countries, when time you're guilty of a crime, your phone gives you a crime by the judge, and you get death penalty. Because that person is the law, it gives them the right to take a life. And in many cases, how much person are behind bars that are innocent, that the system said are guilty, which are really not guilty. So I don't really see the jungle justice much different from the system, you know, because you see the same judge in front of you, a judge, how much judge, how much police, how much judge, the jury of them are criminal as well, where a judge are criminal. But you see well, the difference with the jungle justice, there are rules and there are certain rules that just don't work. Me can be a gunman, or me can be a thief. But when you be a rapist now, you just cross the line totally. So me, the gunman and the thief, I go beat you, the rapist, because there's a different line across there. So you understand? So of course, you have criminal, I be a criminal, but there are certain different levels of criminal activities. But you, certain but, people just but, don't, don't agree but, with. Chabi, in, in, in the good book, you know, it said no sin is greater than the other. So sin is just sin regardless. Of, of... Which is right. Which is right. But um, if you look at it that way, so that's why I ask, is it that because a person is a law, they give the right to take a person's life? It, it, it doesn't. No, I no. understand where you're coming from. And that's a different um, perspective of looking at it. That I think that is uh, very intelligent to the way you, uh, you, look, you look at it. You see the but, jungle justice too. As I said with the yeah. line, sometimes people lose patience and sometimes you see you put your money and over to the police. By next week, you see a man that says you have a free. We have a feel. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. the law not to split fairness either. So you have jungle justice coming in. And in certain, you, you notice that on, a, on, a heavy, on a heavy case, you have a jungle justice. You have noticed the, the different level of criminal activities a person take it in their own hands, you know. And it tends to lead to um, rapists. 
majority. Most majority. Of the you rarely see the community coming out for a gold man. And what you said about um, a person probably bringing a person inside the community. Then again, no. um, I see sometimes that same person who is a rapist or a criminal, no. the community know that person, you know. But enough time, them not go. Them not go and, and try to figure it out. Sometimes when they reach for them doorstep, them try to act. So most of the community know the criminals them better than the police themselves. You understand? But when they reach for them doorstep or something, them choose to act. And this is them really want to take young justice. And Chavi, you, you brought up a brilliant point. With the judicial system, the law itself does take a life in many cases, right? So in some points, I, I totally understand there's no difference. And it brings me to a point that I want to ask, is jungle justice more effective than the judicial system? Because like you said, Travi, you lose patients with a person, you turn them over to the police and a week later, it's that same person you see walking the streets are committing that same crime. No, with jungle justice, you can you catch the person in the act most of the time. Notice I said most of the time, because there are, you know, little flaws. There's flaws in everything. So most of the time you will catch the person in the act. And you administer your own justice right there and then. Do you think it's more effective than the judicial system? Can I can I exhale, can I chime in on this? Sure. Oh, sure. Um First, I want to ask about the, the jungle justice. So I like the point that uh, the brother the brother made when he said about the justice system. And a lot of times I see when it comes to, to that jungle justice, and I've seen it happen, you know, like like I say previously, my the life that I had previously been living in and involved in, you know, being in prison and incarcerated a lot, you saw how the justice system would would hand certain crimes over to the convicts to take care of like if you yeah. was a, if you was a pedophile if you was a sex offender again if you were a rapist you know these are the type of things that they will they will come and let you know that in cell 223 there's a guy that messed with children in there so it's like the government be using using us the jungle <laughs> justice for their for their for their anger or for what they don't like and how they would want to serve justice at times too because according to the law over here in America they just can't kill a a sex offender you know to take a life the justice justice system can't they take a life for a murder but when it comes to a sex offender they would love to but however they they hand them over to which I would call it jungle justice by putting them in the prison system and putting them in pop in population and allow them yeah. to get killed and allow them to get killed in that situation. So I think it all boils down to the justice system is not fair with how they got laws of who they want to kill, like the brother said, who they they decide to take a life and then tell you you can't take a life, but they can. And they make mistakes and kill the wrong person. So it boils down to, I think I'm, I'm, I'm not for jungle justice. However, though, I do understand what the brother was talking about uh, when it comes to the justice system. 
actually, you are right because in America, what I've noticed is that jungle justice is served up, like you said, in the prison population. Right. Where, you know, the law itself or the prosecutor or whoever leaks that information that, hey, you know, in D Block, there is such and such a person. Right. Um, in general population, though, jungle justice, as far as I've seen, does not exist because there was a case uh, two weeks ago where an uh, old lady was walking with three young kids, uh, two twin boys and a young girl. And this guy just ran up, snatched um, the girl out of her hand and ran off. Now, this grandmother had to leave the two young boys, chase after him, screaming for help. And it was passerby um, motorists, pedestrians that stopped him. And, you know, after they stopped him, he put the child down like nothing had happened and walked away. And I'm like, hold on, is this real? In Jamaica, that person would have gotten beaten right there and then justice right. would have been administered right there right. and then so i agree with you it, it, it's the judicial system is right. so twisted and broken right they use the incarcerated population to administer jungle justice so to say because and i'm thinking it's that not general and, and i'm thinking yeah. i'm thinking that they'll probably do that over there i, I know Law is law, and I know it's some crookedness going on all over this world when it comes to law, the judicial system. And I'm sure, I'm sure that they won't, they don't protect certain people that they put out there in the community, or know they know certain people's gonna uh, be held by jungle justice out there, and and uh, and they're probably okay with it. But then, oh, yes. but then on certain cases, they're not okay with it, and you see, it's bias, and that's what allows jungle justice to exist. Um, oh, yes. they, they permit. 100. Um, 100. Um, um, Brian, um, just going back to what uh, Maxwell said, right? And hearing his experience, uh, you know, it, it's just fascinating that the law itself can ask a criminal behind bars to, to get rid of a pedophile or a sex, or a sex offender. Oh, yeah. Listen, Jermaine, I know personally that it happens in Jamaica because for the very longest time, it was a standing running joke with like me and my brothers and, you know, that, hey, this family right here, they have um, links to the wardens or the guards that if you do so-and-so, you know, even if you commit a crime, they can say, hey, put you in cell number two or, you know what I mean? So it, it does happen. It really does happen. But I want to move away from focusing so much on the law itself because, like you said, Maxwell, the law is it, it's crooked in almost every country. But my thing is now, are all the members of the mob out for justice or are some just looking for blood and excitement? A little bit of both, Brian. Some are actually out to... Because for justice because of frustration, right? Some are just really right. frustration. And they have some that is in the mix that just that just really just want to, to hurt somebody. See, I, I look at it as like a beehive, right? A beehive will just follow the queen. And 
that mob will just follow that one prominent person in the area. So if that one prominent person is out for blood, the mob is out for blood. If they're out for justice, then the mob is out for justice. And it's disturbing because I listened to a program the other day where um, a young man was given his um, experience of being wrongfully accused. And when he said that the crowd was there ready to beat him and he looked at an old woman and said, you know, what if you're wrong? Her response was, well, if a dirt, a dirt. So you can clearly see that at times there are just some people that are out for blood. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, go on, Travi. Really, aren't you here? Um, I don't think the jungle justice is there to have you in a court and listen to your side of the story and decide like a judge if you're right or you're wrong. So yeah. then most of them didn't have a really try to decide. Personally, I'm not really with the jungle, the jungle justice. But I, um, what I'm saying is that sometimes the law is not effective. And if we, if, if, if we go deeper, which I will not go, in terms of how some of the garrisons are in terms of the it's much similar, but I won't go there. Yeah. What I'm saying is that probably if the, 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 the law move more is more effective, we will have less jungle justice. But as I'm saying, meanwhile, why I have a jungle justice is that because the people really know the person sometimes, you know, and the police now move as quick as them. But I believe everybody deserves a chance going for the court. But if it's a case like, honestly, it's on harsh. But if a case like rapist, I can't, I can't, I can't go with that one. But kind of about the jungle justice on that one. Yeah, I, I, once, and and, well, and, and, and you see, case. I see, Travis, I understand where you're coming from, and I think. That's where most people are triggered by emotions right there with the rapists because nobody can stand a rapist, right? Especially with a, with a little girl. But at the same time, but at the same time, a, a gunman is out there is taking many lives, but yet the community won't rise up against him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why I say, you know, <laughs> I won't go to the part with the danship on those things. All right, now let me just say this, right? Because crime happens world over, world over. But quick thoughts, why is jungle justice mainly prevalent in third world countries? Just a quick point. Um, I think Chabi just answered as well. Um, the, the law needs to play uh, its part as well. So you sure it's just the law, Jeremy? Because here in America as well, you know, as Maxwell can testify, the law is also broken. Do you think that this whole jungle justice subconsciously goes a lot deeper than just, you know, the, the law itself or the person itself? Yeah, you can say the law in America is, is broken as well. I could possibly say the law in Canada is broken as well. But the law in Jamaica is far more broken compared to America. So you think it's just the law or is it a thing? Because jungle justice happens in Africa too, yeah, right? And it happens in almost every third world country. 
So could it be a thing where, you know, because of slavery and we have that mentality from back then where it's something happens, it's beat and fight and, you know, we, we need that justice. So um, we I, need to take matters into our own hands. I won't even go that far, Brian. It, again, like what Shabby said, you see, if the Lord can step up nine out of ten times, there's a possibility we see less jungle justice in Jamaica. But if the Lord just leave it to the community to, to go out and, go out and hunt and, and kill this person, then it, it's always going to be there. All right. Well, last point. I just want to hear, I, I, you know, quick yes or no. Do you think corporal punishment would be more effective than jungle justice? Or jungle justice, sir? Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm never for, for, for jungle justice. Right. But corporal punishment is the same, you know, death penalty taking up a life. Well, um, taken up a life by the law, but right, yeah, why? I still believe well, I'm gonna prove that person guilty, and and and, uh, and, and and that's and that's what I and that's and that's my issue, Chavi. You see, I know how our justice system is like. I mean, yeah, people in our prison system, not even prison, our jail system, last fit. 10 or 15 years and they don't even fear sport as yet. I can't tell them story. Can't I tell them story. Can't tell no. them story. So that in itself would need to fix. You'd have to get strong evidence before you can you, you can send uh, sentence someone to death. Yeah, so well, basically, basically there's a lot of reform needed. And and correct me if I'm wrong. I think the dead penalty in Jamaica is abolished, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been abolished for a very, very long time. A very, very long time. Because the only form of, you know, punishment in that form that we would have had is hanging. And mm -hmm. hanging has been abolished for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, there's serious reform needed because... You know, you can see with the judicial system in co is concerned as well of, as jungle justice, there's a lot of curry favors. There's a lot of favoritism because, you know, sliding into our next point, that murderous cult that was recently discovered in Jamaica, right? If, if the judicial system works properly, I think, you know, that leader should face some serious time. I don't know if all the members you know, of the podcast have seen what's going on. I mean, y'all should have been up to date with this because it's on everyone's lip in Jamaica right now. <laughs> uh, Mr. Winnie, Mr. Smith, Pastor Smith. Pastor Smith. Big magician, deliverance. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> so apparently, apparently he was very charismatic and charming and kind and he used all of those uh, just you know to deceit and to mask his intentions uh question um brian is it harsh to call his father as fool 
No, definitely not, because there's no other word to call him. Because how can you be this foolish? How can you be this stupid? How can you Being be this... Um, words doesn't oh, hold on, hold on there. How can you be this ignorant? How can you just blatantly be just a big fool to, to the point where you're even borrowing money, borrowing loan, right? Yes. Yeah. So called go on this man, arc, right? Arc. arc. Like, like, you know, I can forgive the kids who were in this because they're basically were following the leads of their parents or auntie. But how can a grown adult with a brain agree to something like this? Well, Honestly, Jermaine, I don't know. But, Ryan, before I hear your point, uh, I don't know if Maxwell is fully aware of what's, you know, this story about. Because here in America, Jermaine, there's been many, many, many incidents of cults popping up. I mean, one after the other, they pop up frequently. So I don't know if, if it's just the people are foolish. Are these leaders just very charismatic and well-spoken? Ryan, let me hear what you were going to say, please. I want to be very articulate and clear in a lot of what I'm going to share concerning what has taken place. Um, I'm going to share from a Christian's perspective. Been a Christian saved about seven years now to that bit of glory. Once an atheist, um, and I met the Lord through healing. Um, and uh, I started to exercise the word. And from exercising the word, I started seeing God manifest in my life more and more in prayer, in my life changing. In terms of things I used to do, I just couldn't do them no more. I always feel that that conviction to to turn as the word has is leading me. You know, um, let's dispel one thing. That's not a church. So the person saying church, that's a church, that's a cult. Believe Pastor Smith will disagree with you. Okay. So as I'm sharing now, um, it, it's so unfortunate what has happened because of my perspective that all I see is that two souls were lost that night, two lives lost, two souls. You know what I mean? Um persons being tricked, manipulated, but it shows what the big issue is amongst Christians. I'm saying I'm sharing from a Christian's perspective and how we are viewing the situation. Or a lot of us are viewing it. When you don't have a personal relationship with God for yourself, a lot of these ministers can pop up who have the wrong intentions, but because you're not in the word, you, know, you have not developed a personal relationship with God. Because as I was Christians, this is the reality. We read the Bible, but we don't study it. We don't study to get revelation, to get a deep understanding of who God is and who God is to us. So a lot of ministers can pop up who have, and have their own personal agendas. They, are, they're, they're, they manipulate, they, they lie, they deceive. And then you just run with it. Because you don't know it for yourself. Because they are telling you everything and you're running with it as gospel. Because even him building an ark, right? You learned in, in the book of um, Genesis that um, after the flood, God made a promise to us, which was the form of a rainbow, where he said to us, 
is not going to destroy the earth by a flood again, right? So having that knowledge from him coming to you with that, it, in, 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 in your faith, you know that some A, something right here, so then you have to pay to go on that earth. Um, Why aren't you asking the questions to say, observe, I don't see the Bible, because you're led by the Bible, not by a man. You know what I mean? God puts a shepherd over to help guide you closer to God and you fulfill your purpose in God, but not to take control of your life and, and dictate everything that you do that's not biblical. So when, when you made a point and you say, um, they are fools. Yes, they are fools that they allow themselves to be manipulated and tricked. All right, right. Stick up on them. Let me hear what Jeremy Jeremy and us. Yeah. Um, based, based on what Ryan was saying, um, something about um, knowing the, 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 the words of the law um, by yourself, right? So, so that includes you would read your Bible and stuff like that, right? Right, Ryan? Yeah. I, I don't know the Bible. And that is just 100% honesty right there. And this man could have never come to me and pitch an idea like that. Because... I can share why. Why, why wouldn't you share that? Um, yeah, share. No, sure. It shows, you know, the reality of a lot of persons is that we are moved by our selfish desires and itching ears, which is, is scripture. It tells you how, how the heart of man is. You know what I mean? So when it comes to certain, I put it out, we licky licky. My mama put the layman term, we licky licky. So me, I come to you and promise you say, yeah, if you give me a hundred thousand, I get a healing water here, and it take a clear up this and that. I if you give me twenty thousand, um, yeah, yeah, I go come upon riches and you get me I said a lot of persons like that. No, Yeah. See, Ryan just mentioned something. Now, is it a thing where you think these members, quote unquote, were just looking to be part of a click, the next the next hot thing that popped up. You know, they just wanted to be like you know, all right, I'm part of Mr. Smith's congregation and Mr. Smith is the next hot thing in town because we've all seen the pictures with him and um, Portia Simpson Miller, our mm -hmm. former prime minister, circulating around. Yeah, so is it a thing where, you know, the members thought that he had connection and, you know, with his connections, they would get their blessings. Because one of the things reportedly he said is, you know, whatever you give, you will receive tenfold like Job. So do you think they were brainwashed into believing that or they just wanted to be a part of a circle? Um, Brian, <clears throat> Ryan said that this was no church, right? You know what I say? This man is a scammer and this man... <laughs> This Sorry. man, this man, a chap better than enough of the one them we are twang. And he's not dialing. And he's not even taking up his phone and dialing overseas. And and 
you see, our, our government need to play some role in, um, in, in this as well. We need to start to harder than, hard than some of these churches. Some of them are here just to take poor people money. And yeah, I said, yes. you see that universal church up there? We, we see you. We see you. Call them out. <laughs> we see using religion no. to, to, to rob poor people. You guys are worse. Worse than that than, than, than the so-called people that give out loan. And Jermaine, that's always been a thing in Jamaica because Jamaica has more churches per square mile than any country in the world. And they don't pay tax as well. Good question. Right. Yeah. Are you sorry for intrude, but Jeremy, I agree with you when um this is saying with a scammer. I sit down and look into it, and the first thing come to mind was this man a chap in a typical fool. Exactly. You know, so, but, but how long, how long has this man? Before I make the point, you want to know how long has this man been um a pastor and been doing this church thing? No, but I think it's 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 a, it's a couple of years, well. Yeah. I I'm not sure. Yeah. So, alright, so dear, alright, first thing with with the universal church, yes, we see them, but. It, it, the people have a responsibility. But now I'm going to blame the government. Because people have a responsibility. They, they know where they be a part of. So with Mr. Smith, no. it can be certain cases. One, it can be that him start out, whether you want to call it a church or a church not, to him, him a pastor, and him make a church. So I'm going to stick with him having a church. Because enough of them church and a real church. And Mr. Smith get catch and worry more left. Yeah, I agree. There's, like. yeah, there's a so, lot more out there. Exactly. So, this man probably can start out right way, and he probably use scam, as well as this man it can be a cult thing in which the devil are using. No, if it is a thing where the devil are using, it will be easy for brainwash this week. Yes, because Agreed, I, hear one, I hear one man say, him, him say a thing and it come to pass. Now, if you tell me, say, tomorrow, this guy ever turn red, he tell me something for the whole week. And for the whole week, everything he tell me something to Of course, I believe they are prophet. But they are a false prophet being used by the devil. So they are hard not to brainwash me. Chabi, because I believe you. Chabi, yeah. yeah. this man is just a skill man where we know to manipulate people. No, that, that is true, you know, but the thing is, I see if, I see if him do it that way, the person, them, them, I blame them as well. I can't solely blame the pastor. Because you know what? You must this is some sign or something. I tell me that's stupid. And as well as enough of them probably didn't know say it was a cold church, but I never expect it to reach this far. But them I get riches or them I get this or them I get that and they want to be a part of that. But you know that it reaches yes, when people start dead and you look at the values for them life, everybody start dark and everybody start this and everybody start that. Stick up in traffic. You said they want they, they were benefiting and they wanted to be a part of it. I fully I, agree with you. They wanted course, to be guys. a part of that click. That's why I said don't blame the universal church because I've never been there. What a person is saying is that them no. get back. No, let's let, 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 not. We don't want to, to send out an interpretation that the universal church is a cult. I'm, I'm, ju I'm just saying that 
we see you guys and we're very suspicious of you guys as well. That big church that looks like a man. Well, that and many of them. Because it's a thing where, you know, all right, it's just like this thing. If you are investing or something, yeah. I get returns. You're not going to stop. But if one day your investment take a drastic turn to something where you don't really want to say, yo, you know, I'll be a part of that again. You know. mm-hmm. You're going to start coming out on top. Oh, this did this and this did that. So tell me something. You know. mm-hmm. Is it that because the police step in and break up this thing? You know, but I brainwash again. You can't talk everything with the man that do from 19 or Till now, you never see it long time. And she said, this is some money. We might go on over long. So I kind of blame people to it. I mean, every person said that they've been a member for many years and never see any signs of, you know, sacrifice and, and those um, sort of things. Because the time oh. come now. That's why. But, but Ryan, but Ryan, Ryan that you can't be that blind to you a part of something. Seven years and you not think something is up. No, right? but Jeremy, well, Andrea, it's not being that blind enough. It's the fact Brian, that they were benefiting at the point. Brian, exactly. As the word yeah. says, part of us would be are willfully ignorant. We choose to hindsight to it. Of course. So, I, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry to say, but that God needs to, to come off a vacation and stride on certain people, and I won't take that back. So <laughs> no, no, no. Is it that um? If Mr. Smith is going to get charged, I believe that all of them members of the church will go to jail with them. They want them to go and keep them in church. You won't let that. Because you can't, even if you never see somebody dead, brother, you tell me that nothing never happened, but you will kind of suspect, say, Ray, as, as, and Ray, and I never think him in a literal talk, a literal arc like that. Thing. But since no, it wasn't a literal arc. Since him got that far, you tell me over the seven years, three years, ten years, he never said something or do something way. Kind of make you think. So why the man went out of the road? But probably hear about the church or have a relative about the church. He may see something or hear something kind of soon after him. So you didn't hear feel it that strong in him where you couldn't. Why me blame them? Um, Chubby, you see, this is like a case where, you know, you love a girl. I, I see her, her messed up ways, but turn a blind eye to it. Exactly, well, exactly. I guess well, like you said, Travi, every, every member should face some form of prosecution. And this is where we will see if our judicial system really is granting favors to certain members of society. I mean, we know it does, but this is a case where, aha, I've caught you red-handed. Now let's well, see what the judicial system is going to do. And also, where was jungle justice when this was happening? No, but remember, the, remember it wouldn't, you wouldn't get a jungle justice in, in, in that case because the police, I don't know if they get intel or whatever, you know, they reach the scene where the police was there. And with the, with the system, I'm not, I'm, I'm not in the case, investigating the case, but I think I hear a certain person get bailed and probably have four of them leave along with the pastor. So we don't have much faith in our system already. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, you know, this these 
topics have been some really serious topics, you know, very heavy and opinionated. I want to close off with something lighthearted. And it's the question of who should be Jamaica's next national hero? I don't know if anyone's seen that question circulating on social media. And it's, um, they have three contestants that they put forward. Um, Miss Lou, you know, Louise Bennett, you know, RIP. Bob Marley, you know, the great. And the fastest man ever, you know, you see it full. I want to know what you guys think, you know. What do we these? need another national hero? Wow. And if so, who do you think? What What are the the, the, the is there a qualification like a system of how oh, one become a national hero? You see, Jeremy, I'm glad you asked that question. I am really glad you asked that question because, you know, what, what are the criterias? Because if there's no criteria, then any, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry can throw his hat into that basket. Or, but, or, or is it the, the body of work that one does? And that's life? That's the point I was coming to. I believe that our national hero should have a body of work that benefits the country as a whole, not just individual accolades. Then it's fair to say that let's take Usain Bolt out of this. I'm not saying- I agree. I'm not no, saying I agree. be a, 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 a suitable candidate, but this man is still living his life and this man, making music and thing and the next single year all my national era and i make dance all song so it seemed like the criteria when you do your body of work and then when you're dead then you can review your your your, your, your qualifications and the thing is now in a german you see in both um thing is all uh, mainly individual accolades where you know fastest man alive mm -hmm. love that you know countless gold medals at Olympics and, you know, track and field events, love that. But the thing is, Jamaica's name has always been on the map before you see him. But, but let me say this, Brian. They will never put a Rasta man up there. And I'm preaching because my, I myself are blacks. So they will never put one up there with a big head <laughs> You're sure? Positive. Well, so I mean... Yeah, go on, Charlie. So, question why the year have to be dead? It could be you see a word a living, no, no, a living legend. That's, that's the thing I'm asking, Chabi. You have to wait till they do a body of work and then you pronounce dead, then they review you. Well, uh, that more of a note about really and truly. If I should choose, I, I wouldn't choose the same word. And if me have to choose between Miss Lou and Bob Marley, I believe the two of them do some excellent work and I will choose both of them. But not writing off the same world because he has done great work as well. But really and truly, none of them because I don't think Jamaica need a next national hero right now. Well, that's a, that's a fair point. That's a fair point, Travi. But you know, if it's a case where we have to choose one, another thing that I look on is their work should live on you know, longer than they've been gone. It should draw attention to the country, our problems that the country are facing. It should highlight something and help to change 
whatever is going on. Bob Marley. And that's the only person I see, Jermaine, Bob Marley. Because uh -huh. while Miss Lou did great work, she mainly tried to make Jamaicans have self-pride in our dialect, self-pride in our culture. But Bob Marley's work, without a doubt, but like has I, lived on. But like yeah, I said, on. they would never put a Rastaman out there. Our country, our country is not wired like that. We will put him on a postcard and, and present him to tourists. So yeah, say I give Rastaman too much power for my you. Pretty much. How much, how much well, about Mali song they have in Patwa? I go, maybe all of us. I question. think I miss Lou met the world no Patwa still. I, she she's the the, the, the forefront of this um for run of this Creole thing. I mean she's amazing woman. By right, both of them should 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 um should should go up to the, the hero status. I mean if you review some of our heroes, you know, I'm pretty sure we could have probably take down a couple. Probably. And I like when I dash way, dash way. Um, you see, and still, I feel like Ryan would, would agree with you. See, no, because but, we support the same team and everything. So, but, I feel like, no, but Chabby, would you see him would as, agree to something like that? I highly doubt it. No, so kind of one, yeah, I'm not. So, do I. well, this is you know, one of those questions that I would love to hear the feedback from the listeners. I would love to hear what you guys think. Do we need another national hero? And if so, who should it be between the three people mentioned? But you know, in wrapping up, I just want to say, Jamaica, be safe, be a brother's keeper, look out for each other, and stay strong. All right? People, it was a pleasure as usual, and you know, safe travel upon the gravel. Maxwell, it was a joy. And a pleasure having you on the show tonight. Uh, thanks. I, I definitely appreciated the invite. And I definitely like the vibe. You brothers keep doing what you're doing. Keep speaking on these issues. Uh, these are some great topics that I'm, I'm sure that are controversial topics where some people don't want to discuss and some people don't want to say certain things because they might offend someone. But I, I think this is great dialogue. So you guys, you stay encouraged and continue to do what you're doing. And thanks again for having me on the show. And, we, and, no. and and to answer that, that last question that you just asked about the national, uh, yeah, I think that you know once someone do get a spotlight on them like a national hero, I think that's when the the the, the nation itself should step up and and make sure that since the light is on them on you all at that time, I think the nation need to step up during those times and invite that person to certain areas and 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 uh. You know, it's, it's social media go far now. So, you know, really? you didn't, have, didn't have social media back then with, with Bob Marley, things like that. But now you got the social media. So, you know, you got to have a platform and, and, and hold that person to a, a high regards to, to be involved in to, like this podcast. You know, Lord's will, the podcast continue growing and you have a national hero come through and y'all discuss these type of topics so that when the light is on you all, that you all are prepared to prepare to speak to the world. Yeah, we would love that. We would definitely love that. Yeah. Respect, Maxwell. Respect. Thank you. Thank you. Respect. Respect, my brothers. <laughs> yeah. Man, them. 
Until next time, this is your host, Zane, straight and plain. Before I sign off, Jeremy, what's your point? I would like to give a big shout out to all the subscribers that we got uh, who leave their comments and who continue to like and share. And for the ones that who know us, uh, show us no love, we still appreciate you guys. But we we'll see you we'll guys. See you too. We we'll yeah, see, see you. you guys. Keep supporting people who don't even know you. But ignore the ones that walk beside you. Much love. Yeah, we'll see you. All right, people. Until then, this is your host, Dean, straight and plain. Fair enough, love. I'm out. <laughs>